How's it going, everyone? Welcome to episode three of the Weak Men Create Hard Time podcast. My name is Johnny. I am the host, and we are going to get right into things. Um, first off, I'm enjoying a nice frosty beer. Um, my girlfriend's brother got me a like a beer stout, and I put keep it in the freezer so it's really cold and frosty. And then I have this Bitburger. It's a German beer. I think it's like the number one. Uh, one of the number one beers in Germany, it says on the can. And uh, I don't know what it is. I have my beer out in the garage, or in the fridge in the garage, and I think they're super cold just because it's freezing out. And um, I pour it in this glass. Everything's super cold. Got a nice foam on top. Oh, it tastes so good. Anyway, uh, I got a list here. We're going to hammer out some of the things I've been wanting to talk about. I've been writing some stuff down. Uh, first things first, I would like to say that I hope everyone had good holidays. Um, what is today, actually? January 15th. Yeah, we're weeks past the holidays. I haven't had a chance to record. Um, I had a great Christmas, spent a lot of time with family, got some cool stuff. Uh, New Year's was good. Uh, New Year's week, I was actually really busy with work. Um, I, th- I had to take a couple runs down south because uh, I drive for a living. And uh, so I was down there a couple times. And then last week, I think, I think it was last week, uh, there was a snowstorm. I was coming up through northern Virginia. There's a town called Winchester, Virginia. Cool name for a town. And uh, I ended up starting, it started to snow around the time I got there on my way home. And it was kind of late. So I pulled over, got a hotel, um, got some pad thai, which I've never had at a Taiwanese restaurant. It's pretty good. Got a hotel. Got some sleep, woke up. It was like 22 degrees out, um, and it was like four inches of snow covering my work vehicle. I climb all the way on top of this big Mercedes Sprinter van. I'm like up there with a broom that I bought from the hotel trying to brush it off. But um, yeah, that, that hotel actually had a pretty damn good breakfast. Um, eggs, I had scrambled eggs, uh, kielbasa, sliced like fried in butter it looked like, which is usually just have like shitty the shittiest breakfast sausage at hotels but no they had a nice kielbasa slice lemon poppy seed uh bread with like swirled uh like cream in it oh my god i was very impressed coffee was good usually hotel breakfast sucks especially since covid a lot of them will just do like dry cereal and stuff you grab and go but i was impressed uh so anyway i got stuck down there for a little bit longer um by the time I woke up, the snow was good, though, so I hit the road. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, so, yeah, right now, today, Saturday the 15th, it was, it's been like 7 degrees out here at home. And I got back uh, last night from work. And uh, they're supposed to get, I'm down in Virginia a lot for work. And uh, they're getting like an ice storm. Uh, I think today and then tomorrow into Monday, I think mostly Monday, we're going to get hammered with a shit ton of snow. I saw up to 18 inches. I'd be surprised if we got that much. I don't remember the last time we got that much. I'm uh, western New York, so we do get a decent amount of snow. But when I was a kid, we got a ton. Like snowmobiling was huge around here. A lot of people are selling their sleds now. We're just not getting as much. But yeah, it, it is bitter cold today basically just been hanging out recouping from uh being exhausted from work 
And uh, I did a little bit of word woodwork today. That's something I wanted to talk about too. I talked about wanting to get into that. I did. I've done a couple small projects. I made a pretty cool wine rack, um, and I made a hat holder. And the hat they're both pretty cool. I I mean I asked what people thought. They really liked them. None of them are are my original ideas. I found them online. But I'm making another wine rack right now. I got some. I stained the wood and it's drying downstairs. So I just got to put it together and I'll be done and I don't know I might try to sell it or give it away or something but I think this is something I'm really going to enjoy going forward I'm having a good time with it so um, it's just relaxing to be down there working with your hands peacefully and I bought um, like a miter saw so you could cut like 45 degree angles because the wine rack uh, that I make requires a 45 degree angle cut and uh, I'd love to have like a nice table saw or a, a chop saw or whatever that you could adjust the angle. But I bought like a $50 Craftsman miter saw, but it's all manual. So it's like a stand with a saw that's on like a slide and you could pivot it to what degree. It just takes forever to cut through the board with the saw because it just kind of gets, it's manual, you know. And I'm cutting two by fours on the, the long way, uh, if that makes sense through the thickest part not not down through the thin part but you turn it on its side and cut through the side so it takes a little while but it works it works good cut some good angles uh so got that downstairs drying and yeah i'm enjoying it if if this turns into something more maybe i've thought about just trying to sell these projects or there's some local like uh some really cool like little boutique stores and stuff that sell stuff like that i might try making a bunch taking it to them seeing if they'll buy them in bulk and they could sell them in their store so that'd be cool anyway that's that's that on the wood woodworking projects i'm really enjoying that um another thing i want to talk about is the supreme court cases that just went down with covid uh there's the osha one if you have more than 100 employees and there's the medicare medicaid one and uh the osha one they shot shot down it was basically OSHA could say anyone with more than 100 employees, um, you have to require vaccinations. And I was like, fuck, man, like, that'll be, that'll be a problem. That was Biden's doing that shithead, trying to make that pass. And it's like, you're out of your goddamn mind. Luckily, the Supreme Court, they voted 6-3 to three to shoot it down. Those other three justices are clearly out of their fucking minds. They're not supposed to be political. They're supposed to go off of constitutionality and um, just kind of you know being fair not political and if you listen to the one woman that voted for it i forget her name uh she's so fucking stupid she even got caught she's like clearly a liberal which is fine right like i don't care what political party you want just don't try to force me into doing shit and she said like hundreds of thousands of kids are in the hospital with covid right now because omicron's getting so bad it's like even the liberal news sites called her out because it's like not even fucking close. It's like 3,000 or something. 3,000 all time or 5,000. Anyway, she's so far off. It's like, did you really come out here and just say this stuff and not expect to get like called out or fact-checked or anything? Well, luckily they shot it down, but they allowed the Medicare and Medicaid one to stay. And I think that's any medical facility that accepts Medicare and Medicaid they have to have all their employees um, 
vaccinated or Medicare and Medicaid aren't going to pay for procedures and stuff. So I think that's what it is. They upheld that. I think it's bullshit that they upheld that. Um, because my girlfriend worked in the medical field, got fired for not getting her vaccine, even though she was a 100% remote employee, because we live in stupid New York, hopefully for not too much longer, I'd love to get the fuck out of here, um, if she ever wants to get a job in Medicare in any state, or not Medicare, in the medical world, she does finance, um, think they might have to get vaccinated now if they expect if they accept medicare and medicaid i don't know i think that's how it works anyway um i was thinking you know those facilities might not make much money off medicare and medicaid and they might just look at it and be like well i guess we're not going to accept it anymore and then i would assume most will but who knows and i don't know if that's for frontline workers only or is that for any single person that works for the establishment the guy that mows the grass out front you know, like the maintenance guy, the janitor, finance people that have nothing to do with patients. Are they going to be required? I don't know. So super big win about the OSHA 100 employee thing. Um, it's a, Biden go fuck himself with that shit. Um, but yeah, I'm not fully happy with their decisions, but I'll take it. That I'd rather have the OSHA one get shot down than the Medicare one. But they should have both been shot down. It's an overreach of the government, if you ask me. Um, but yeah. What else do we want to talk about? I got some stuff here written down. I go, th- see, I write down stuff and I'm like, man, I'm going to be able to talk forever. But then I end up rifling through everything I want to talk about so fast um, that it comes. Like, I, I don't do very long shows. I don't plan on it. Like, the first one was like 45 minutes because I've been thinking about it for a long time. I had a lot of stuff I want to talk about. The second one was pretty quick because it was going into the new year and I didn't have much to say. And I think this one might be pretty quick, but half hour shows are pretty good. If I can get to like half hour, I'm pretty happy with that. Excuse me, let me take a sip of this beer while it's still cold. It tastes so good for some reason. The beer's been sitting in the fridge forever. I think I bought it when it was still like warm out. And it didn't taste that good. It's just something about it being so nice and ice cold. Um, but you wouldn't think an ice cold beer would be that appetizing when it's 7 degrees out. But it is. It's delicious. Okay. I want to talk about working out a little bit. Um, just kind of what I've been doing. So I don't work. All my work is condensed into a couple days. A few days. Whatever it ends up being that week. Because I'm on the road. And then I come home, you know, I'm on the road for an extended period of time. So I get my 40 hours hours in in a condensed time frame. Drive really far down to Virginia, a little into North Carolina, come back. Got a bunch of deliveries to make. And, um, yeah, so I have a lot of days off during the week, which is awesome. I love it. So I work out um, probably like five days a week at I'm active at least five days a week. I try to be, but maybe four, you know. And I don't go hard. I don't go to the gym. I work out at home. And I probably should go to the gym and eat a lot of protein and try to put on some mass because I am a very thin-framed guy. But I am in good shape. Like, I think I've been in probably better shape when I was playing sports in school. But 
I think it's just super important, especially right now with all this COVID shit going on. Keep yourself in good shape, people. It's so important. So I just wanted to talk about kind of my little routine that I've been doing. Um, we have like one of those, I don't know what they're called, aerodyne bikes. I think that's what they're called, aerodyne bikes. They have the big fan in the front, in the cage. So like basically the harder you pedal, uh, the more resistance you get. And then it's got like the arm pegs that stick up. So you're kind of using your arms and your legs. You're getting like a full body. So I just crush it for like, I only do like 10 minutes. And uh, the last 30 seconds of that 10 minute, I go as hard as I possibly can for that 30 seconds. And I'm like shot by the end of it because I'm going pretty hard. There's a lot of resistance. And the last 30 seconds, you give it everything you got. Then I, right after that, I try to do 50 burpees straight, which burpees suck. Well, I give myself like a minute cooldown in between. And then um, I'll try to do, I put on my plate carrier. It's about 21 pounds, I think. 20 21 pounds do uh like 50 pull-ups sets of 10 usually and i like to do 100 push-ups a night um i do like three minutes worth of planking every night and then sometimes i'll do some extra stuff but i like to do at least that stuff or some of it or whatever depending on how i'm feeling that day like today i've done shit and i plan on doing uh, see, I already started drinking beer, and my girlfriend's out there making dinner. <laughs> I'm already tired, but I at least want to do my pull-ups and burpees. I probably won't do, and push-ups, and planks. See, every time I say I'm just gonna do a couple things that I'm doing, and like all of it. I'm not gonna go ride the bike today though, um, <clears throat> but tomorrow I'll try to get after it more. But um, I, I want to do a little bit tonight. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like so. I feel like I'm getting a pretty good uh, workout for my whole body. Mix in some cardio, some strength training. Um, I don't lift a lot of weights. I like doing pull-ups, pull ups, push-ups, shit like that. But I do wear that plate carrier, which makes it a lot harder. So, um, and then yeah, like I said, I'll do extra shit if I'm feeling good, uh, like curling weights or whatever it might be. Um, going for a walk, but. Um, yeah, so I just want to talk about it. that's my little routine that I do. I you know it doesn't take very long. I take rests like a lot of times. I'll play some video games at night and I'll be doing sets of pull ups in between matches. Um, so it's a good way to kind of mix in leisure, being lazy, playing video games with working out. So uh, if you're wondering what I play, I play a game called Hunt Showdown on PC. It's like the only thing I play. <clears throat> me and my cousins play it it's not a super popular game but it came out probably hmm i would say somewhere between four and six years ago if i had to guess but they're always updating it and it's the only thing i play like it's, it pisses me off a lot but it is a really good game it is the the idea of the game's awesome it's like you're like a bounty hunter in this big world you find clues you got to kill a boss but there's a bunch of other teams on the map and uh, basically you could win by killing the, the final boss and extracting what the bounty you get from it. So you, you go into the world and then you got to get out of the world and you can leave anytime you want. You go find an extract zone it takes like 30 seconds. You got to stay in there or you kill everyone on the team and get out or everyone on the map and get out. Um, but obviously you'd want to go get the bounties too. But anyway, I'm not going to talk about that forever. Uh, just in case you're wondering 
Um, I'm going to talk about a couple more small things, and then I'm going to talk about a big thing that might take a little bit. And then last week I forgot to read the strong man story. So I've had a story bookmarked on my computer for a while, so i got to remember to read that to close up because I'd like to try to read a, a, a story about a strong man at the end of uh, every podcast because that is indeed the name of this podcast. Anyway, um, I love coffee. That's the next point I want to get to. Um, I drink a coffee from a company called Blackout Coffee, not Black Rifle, even though Black Rifle is good. Blackout Coffee. It's smaller. It's made out of uh, Punta Gorda, Florida is, I think, where they were. They bought a new building. They might not be in Punta Gorda anyway, but that's Gulf Coast. I've been to Punta Gorda. I used to live half hour from there, so it was pretty cool. Um, but there's a guy on YouTube called Guns and Gadgets, and he gives me, like, all my Second Amendment news, like, everything keeps me up to date with all the political BS people trying to attack the Second Amendment or good stuff with the Second Amendment. He's like 5% owner of Blackout Coffee. So I was getting his second, that he has like his own coffee through them called the, I think it's the Second Amendment, Guns and Gadgets Second Amendment brand coffee. It was like a medium roast. It was so good. I enjoy drinking black coffee. If the coffee's a little bitter, I'll put a little cream in it or a little milk or whatever. But here at home, when I make coffee in the morning for myself, I drink it black because it's good coffee. If I go out, the coffee's a little bitter. I put a little cream. But that, so, um, shout out to Guns and Gadgets, the YouTube channel. If you like to stay up to date on the Second Amendment news, I recommend checking him out. He's awesome, Jared from Guns and Gadgets. He's, uh, I think, he's in the Navy. He, he retired as a cop uh, recently, I think, and uh, he lives in Massachusetts. He talks about how communist the state is, and he's. I think he's looking to move to Florida and get get the hell out of that state because like New York feels like it's a sinking liberal hellhole and uh, it's sad because that's where freedom started you know in Massachusetts I'm pretty sure that's that's kind of one of the original colonies and there's a lot of great history same with New York you know there's a lot of great history and this is you know where our founding fathers were and it's sad to see but uh, it's just what happens I guess I don't know but my point being is they teamed up with blackout coffee teamed up with firearms policy coalition which is an organization that fights for second amendment rights big time and um, so they have a firearms policy coalition coffee so every bag you buy two dollars gets donated to firearms policy coalition they take that money and they sue the shit out of anti-gun schmucks that are trying to take away your rights and it's awesome. So I bought a bag of that. Had my first cup this morning. Oh, it's so good too. I don't know what it is about their coffee. It is so smooth. It doesn't have that bitter aftertaste. It's so damn good. And that's a medium roast as well. I'd recommend it. Um, so it's really cool. So I donate to Gun Owners of America. I've been meaning to donate to Firearms Policy Coalition. I just haven't gotten around to it. And so now they gave them a couple bucks, but. Um, so go buy some coffee from them if you enjoy really good coffee, if you love freedom like I do. And um, <clears throat> I'll still have to donate to them at some point because two points, uh, two bucks isn't much. But it's awesome to see that this is a good outlet to get them a little more money so they could stand up for us. Support those who support you is what 
uh, guns and gadgets, Jared guy says all the time, and couldn't be more true. Uh, another thing is, I bought a Smith & Wesson M&P 9C, like the first gen version. So it's like their small double stacked 9mm, compare it to like a Glock 26, I think it's a little bit bigger than a Glock 26, but it's kind of like the same, same similar size. Same idea. And I shot one years ago, because my buddy has one, I shot it pretty damn well. Well, this local gun shop posts all their shit they get in uh, on Facebook, and I saw they got one. I've been—I don't even know if they make it anymore, but I've been meaning to get my hands on one because they're on like—they're the, on their second gen, and they kind of changed the gun around and the triggers and the grip on the handle and everything. So I traded a Smith & Wesson Shield Performance Center for this M&P9C. It had an aftermarket trigger in it, which is good because the only thing that I didn't really like about that gun was the triggers kind of meh so take it home i was like i'm just gonna put like five rounds through it or like a mag through it or whatever click 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 look i'm getting light primer strikes in every pull i'm like motherfuckers call them up i'm like hey i know it's a used gun and i'm not meaning to complain like i'm not i don't want to return it just do you have any ideas why this might be oh no i'm not sure did you clean it no you know you shouldn't have to clean a smith and wesson they're super reliable. They shouldn't need to be cleaned all the time. They should be able to run dirty. I'm like, no. And he's like, yeah, I took that thing out and actually had fun with it. I was shooting it. I don't fucking believe him. Here's why. I cleaned it. Still didn't work. I'm like, okay, fuckers. There has to be something to do with whoever had it before put aftermarket parts in it. So I start pulling this thing apart. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy a new trigger assembly because... Um, I think what's happening is so everything's functioning and the the pri um the firing pin is hitting the primer but not hard enough so it's not igniting the gunpowder for the round to go off so i'm like it's working but it's not there's not enough spring force behind it so i'm like i'm gonna <clears throat> i ordered a whole trigger assembly with everything stock trigger assembly and i ordered a um firing pin assembly all oem parts put it in the gun the gun's nice and clean got it <clears throat> some balisol in there um take it out same problem and i'm like motherfucker what is going on so there's something called a sear block i don't know if you guys mess around with like amateur gunsmithing like i do you might not know what the fuck i'm talking about but um anyway there's something called this so i literally took everything out of this gun minus like the magazine release it is completely gutted pretty much and everything looks good i put those new parts in it but the trigger pull still feels like it's breaking really like really light so i think normally it's like a six five and a half six pound trigger probably it feels like it's breaking at about four even with the new parts so i'm like something's going on so <clears throat> what i did was i pull apart this the sear block and there's this little spring in the sear and usually they're coated in like yellow paint I found this little tiny spring in the sear block. I think it's called the, I think it's just called the sear spring. I pull it out. It's purple. I'm like, oh, I bet that's why I think the guy put an aftermarket sear spring in it. That's lightening the trigger pull. Anyway, so I ordered that sear spring and then I ordered one other spring. I forget, uh, I forget what it's called. And that spring looked fine, but I was like, if I'm putting in an order, paying for shipping, I might as well buy these springs um, 
So <clears throat> I got two more springs coming. I really think this is going to fix it. I'll have to let you know in the next episode. But the gun's just in a million pieces in a baggie <laughs> in my workbench. So hopefully the springs will get here. Today's Saturday. Uh, I, I see I'm watching the shipping, the tracking number. It's local. I just don't think it's going to get to me tomorrow because it's Sunday. So I think maybe Monday I'll get it. So next episode, whenever that ends up being, uh, hopefully I got good news that um, that my gun's up and running now because I really want I want to carry that thing. Obviously, I'm going to put a bunch of rounds through it first before I say it's reliable enough to carry. But um, I love that gun. I, uh, when I remember when I shot it last, I shot it pretty well. So and it's smaller than my Glock 19. It's more comfortable. But it's bigger than my LCP2, that little pocket pistol I carry around sometimes. So it's kind of a good size for me to carry. So I'm looking forward to getting that. Okay, last point before I get to the strongman story. Let me take a sip of beer because my throat's a little phlegmy. I don't know if you can hear me swallow. Probably. It probably sounds gross. Okay. I want to talk about the importance of unifying America. It's a big deal to me. If you listen to one of the most recent Joe Rogan podcasts with Dr. Peter Malone, I think. I'm not going to get into that. He's a, a doctor that created the mRNA vaccine. So that's what the COVID vaccine is. He created that technology. And the shit he was saying about COVID, you'd say it's a conspiracy theory. Listen to the podcast. It's long as shit. I recommend everyone go listen to that. Believe what you want. Shit blew my mind, though. With that being said, he did talk about unifying America for a little bit. I think it was him. But he's got a website. I think it's unifyamerica.org. I think he's involved with that organization. Super important. Um... And I'm just going to give my stance on this. We could fight, talk shit, you know, conservatives versus liberals, Republicans versus Democrats, um, whatever, right? I'm going to say up front, I consider myself um, maybe more of a libertarian, but not even a libertarian because I don't agree with all of those points. I've looked up libertarian websites and read what they're all about i don't agree with everything of them either so i just kind of think i'm partyless and i don't think that's a bad thing there's a lot of people that probably fall into my shoes i just agree with every party pretty much all three of those there are points from all three democrat republican libertarian i excuse me i got the beer burps i have points i agree with all of them on and um I am a registered Republican um, because I'm pretty sure if you're going to vote for a Republican in New York, you have to be a registered Republican. I could be wrong. That's what I was told. My girlfriend's grandfather was a county legislator in New York uh, at one point. I think that's what I – somebody told me. I asked him. I think he said that's true. So I just registered Republican because I – usually vote for Republicans. I haven't voted very much. I actually voted for the first time for Trump in this last election. I didn't vote for the first time. 
And I don't even love Trump. It's just, I was like, Jesus Christ, we cannot elect Biden. He's out of his fucking mind, right? He's got dementia or something. He's had like three brain surgeries. They split that dude's skull open. How the fuck is he the leader of the free world? I don't understand. Anyway, I'm going on a tangent. So vote, you know, whatever political party you consider yourself affiliated with, I don't care. I basically want to be left alone, right? I don't want, I want to... This is what I want, and I think a lot of people agree with this. I want to live a comfortable life where if I choose to choose uh, choose to raise a family someday, I could do so comfortably. I want to work hard. I want to enjoy nice things, nice food, family time, um, and I have to worry about a lot of bullshit, right? And I want to live where shit doesn't cost an arm and a leg. I don't want to pay five, six thousand dollars for property taxes a year on an inexpensive house, like. That's what it's like where I live in New York. It's fucking crazy. We look down in Tennessee, it's like a few hundred bucks a year for property tax. And it's like five grand here. And that's cheap for here. There's um, some bigger towns slash cities a uh, half hour from me where I know they pay like eight grand a year for property tax for nothing special. It's not like they have a bunch of property. It's like a ranch style home on less than an acre, you know, like in the suburbs. And they're paying like fucking eight thousand dollars a year. It blows my mind. Is that not robbery? Like, what are you doing with all that money? Oh my god. So anyway, this is what I want. You know, that's what I want. Just be comfortable and live a good life. I'm not asking for a lot. Leave me alone. I'll do me. You do you. Um, respect my constitutional rights, and we'll be good. And uh, but we're just so divided, and I think it's I think it's planned. They just. They, as being, I don't know, the political elites, the elites of the world or whatever, know, they know the saying, united we stand, divided we fall. Like, that is so important to me, I feel like getting it tattooed on my body. I don't have a tattoo, but I might get my first tattoo with that saying on me. I'm not even kidding, I've thought about it. It's so important to me. Because if we don't unify, I just don't see America lasting. I think we'll crumble. Uh, China will take over or will split into separate countries, which I think will make us vulnerable or whatever the fuck happens. We will not stay a country if we don't just try to get along. And, you know, mass media, you look at Fox and like Fox and um, liberal news stations, they're owned by one company. Um, I'm pretty sure. If you look, I mean, there's subsidiary companies, so it's hard to track. There's different levels of companies owning companies. But this company called BlackRock, I don't know if you've heard of that. There's a lot of conspiracy theories. It's like this, I think it's the biggest investment firm in the world. They do some sketchy shit, man. Do some research. I've done a little bit. It's creepy shit, anyway. Um, they own political news stations on both ends of the spectrum, and they just push division with those news stations. I think I think it's coordinated. I really do. We need to band together. We need to. We need to stand together. You know, uh, be friendly. I, as much as I want to smack the shit out of some people, sometimes you have to be friendly. You know, like, um, it's just like we're so divided over. Oh, you're 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 a Democrat. Fuck yourself. You know, like that. Oh, you're a liberal. Fuck you. And I get it because a lot of those liberals want to force a vaccine on you or they want to f force the government to take your AR-15 away. Okay, so what we need to look at here is 
respect my boundaries, respect my freedoms, constitutional rights, leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. If you want four masks, seven vaccines, and no guns in your house, I don't care. If I don't want to be vaccinated, I don't want to wear a mask, and I want to have guns, you shouldn't care either, because I'm not going to do anything to harm you. Like, Chances are, I'm going to avoid you. So we just need to put our differences aside. Look up... Um, what's that website I just said? Unifyamerica.org, I think. Read through their shit. They have some good points, like... We all want the same thing. We're just taking different routes to get there. So it's like what they gave an example, like um, we argue about gun rights and it's like, that doesn't make any sense that we're arguing about gun rights. Really the problem is ending violence. It's like, yeah, I want to, I want to end violence too. Uh, Like violent crime rather. Not, there's always going to be some form of violence, but yeah, why are we talking about the gun, the object, instead of trying to look at the overall picture of ending violent crime? So it's like, we could agree on that, right? Okay, well, let's figure it out together. You know, look look at studies together, statistics. You know, uh, gun, gun rights don't stop crime because you look at Chicago, New York City, whatever, Detroit, where these strict gun, light, gun, gun laws are, and... Um, they're fucking shitholes. Baltimore, you know, they're shitholes. They're crime-ridden. Most of the crimes done with violent, uh, illegal guns anybody, anyway by criminals that aren't supposed to have the guns anyway. There's more guns than people. You're never going to get rid of them. We need to get past that and try to work on the real problems, right? So it's just so important that we unify. We need we need to be friendly again. It just seems like everyone's on edge because covid and the masks and the vaccines they're using all this shit to divide us it's fucked up like try to just talk and get along with everyone or it's going to get bad for all of us if you don't want to unify if you don't want to work on unifying and strengthening ourselves as a country as a whole i'm just letting you know it's going to get bad for everyone we will not last as a country i guarantee it mark my words i'm no expert just some young dude talking shit into a microphone in his bedroom i may be very very wrong but i think most people could agree that the country is not headed in a good direction we're very divided very angry can't agree on anything so uh just work you know try try to be nice to people i went down to tennessee for a trip those people are fucking friendly as shit it's relaxed there's no mandates and i think just the mandates here and all the bullshit they're trying to shove down your throat here in New York. It's just got people on edge. Um, some guy, my my aunt and uncle, walked into TJ Maxx. I'm sure most people know what that is. If not, it's like a super... Well, women love that store. They have like home goods, like dec- decor for your home. And they got a little bit of like um, kitchen stuff. They got like bedroom stuff. And they got a bunch of clothes. And they got some jewelry, purses, stuff like that. They do have some men's clothes, and it's all, like, um, overflow clothes, I think. So, like, whatever, like, Nike stuff doesn't get sold from Nike, and it's the old edition, TJ Maxx buys it up. It's not used clothes, but it's not, like, the newest stuff, so you get good deals on it. They have, like, the original tags on it, and then they show what they're asking, and, you know, you save a lot of money on it. So, anyway... My aunt and uncle walk into TJ Maxx here. Um, 
not wearing masks, and they hear behind them, uh, what do you say? These fucking ass fucks, get them out of here. And my uncle is not to, <clears throat> not one to be messed with. He's a crazy man, and he's not afraid to fight. I don't think anyone or anything, whether or not that's a good thing. Um, he's had success his whole life, but at a certain point, that reign will end because he is getting older. Um, but <clears throat> just, you know, you got to be careful who you're talking to because if my uncle was 20 years younger and not as calm as he is now, he probably would have punched that dude's fucking teeth out. It's just the type of guy he is. It's not the type of guy I am. I have a, a calmer head than my uncle. But I'm like, man, oh, man. Like, you got to be careful who you're talking about. Anyway, my uncle turns around and goes, who the fuck are you talking to? It's a little older man. Little. He's like, you got to get them out of here. And the lady at the front's like, sir, we can't make them wear a mask and we're not going to kick them out. You know, you got yours on. Do your thing. But he goes, get these ass fucks out of here. You don't even know who they are. And you're saying that about somebody over not having a piece of cloth over their face. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, what are you doing? My uncle's like, I would have felt bad hitting him. I probably would have killed him. So my uncle's got these bowling ball fists on him. Yeah, he probably would have killed him. Uh, so luckily, he's calmed down a bit in his older years. But it's like, dude, you got to be careful. This dude's going to, you're going to get fucked up going around talking like that to people in public like my aunt and uncle are good people you don't just you don't just say that shit because they're not wearing masks that's what i'm saying that guy probably watches cnn and all this shit and he just fucking hates everyone that doesn't wear a mask it's silly anyway guys big big deal to me i think it's so important to try to unify find common ground and we'll get through this if we unify we'll get through all this bullshit i guarantee it all right so I've rambled a long time. This is a quick story I want to read. I was talking about a strong man defending his family. And I'm not always going to make it about like violent home intrusions, which I think... Oh, the first one was about, oh yeah, that young boy getting raped and the dad almost killed the guy. And this is... Uh, so the title is, Man Defends Family with Rifle as Intruders Hold Them at Gunpoint. So I'm going to read this. But like I said, not all these stories I'm going to read are going to be like... I feel like the two stories I'm reading are pretty similar. I'm going to try to make it about just men providing for their family or doing good things or whatever it might be. So, but this one's pretty spicy, so let's let's get it. Um, so it says a Texas man used a rifle to fend off three home intruders who were holding his family at gunpoint. Anyway, this is on gunpowdermagazine.com. Sorry, I just wanted to say that real quick. Port Arthur police reported three armed men forced their way into a home after... The mother of two boys returned home. A police news release said the homeowner led to the male resident arming himself with a rifle and confronting the assailants in protecting of his young children. The 29-year-old homeowner heard the commotion and came out from another room with a rifle to confront the robbers to practice young children. Poor author police said in news releases he fired several shots at one of them who died. The other two suspects fled the area before the officers arrived at the scene. Um, let's see. There's one more paragraph here. It's a really short story. Uh, the truth about guns.com points out in this instance, the fallacy of gun controllers who insist no one needs more than 10 rounds. The homeowners have fired several shots and could easily have needed several more. 
Had the other two suspects not fled, especially if the other criminals had fired on him, it's also likely the homeowner used a so-called finger quote assault rifle to save the lives of his loved one. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so there's a story of a man defending his family with a gun. Be capable man, have weapons, know how to use them, and look at he possibly saved his family's life, his own life, who knows what would have happened. Three strangers come to your house or fucking got your kids. They deserve to get fucking shot. So, but yeah, so one thing though, it's funny. It's like, it says no one needs more than 10 rounds. They, the homeowner f fired several shots, but it doesn't say he fired more than 10. <laughs> I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. I'm just, I call out everyone. So it's like, we're using this. He, it sounds like he didn't shoot more than the 10 rounds. So he could have had a 10 round magazine and been fine in this instance. But the, it's funny when they use stories that don't really say, uh, cover what they're saying. You know what I mean? But there are stories out there. If you look, there's another story of a bunch of armed intruders came in. The guy actually got shot, and he dumped a... He shot a shit ton of rounds and killed, like, a couple guys, and he got shot in the gut. It was, like, some old 60-some-year-old guy. Um, of course, we need magazines with more than 10 rounds. It's a silly thing. And, yes, ARs are great. You should own them. Even if you live in New York, have these stupid New York-compliant ARs. Um, they're capable weapons, you know, we should own them. So, um, anyway, that is the podcast guys. I hope you enjoyed episode three. I got through my list here, said everything I wanted to say. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I am going to edit this up and try to get it uploaded tonight. We'll see. Um, and we will talk to you guys next time on episode four, whenever that ends up being, hopefully in the next couple weeks. Thank you all so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your day.